Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Hey kids, CB here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by our friends from Dometic. Enjoy the comforts of home on the road with Dometic's CFX3 powered coolers to their traditional patrol ice chest. Dometic makes it easy to enjoy the great outdoors with the comforts of home. Find out more at Dometic.com. You will not be disappointed. Great show for you guys tonight. We welcome in Elite Series Angler and recent Opens winner, Mr. Kenta Kimura. And also, it's David's 40th birthday. How can we not have a party on David's birthday? You guys check it out. The Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, David Jong 40th birthday edition, coming at you right now. Welcome to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, presented by Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store. This week's show is brought to you by Ranger Boats, still building legends one at a time. Now, here is your host, Chris Brown. Welcome in, folks. This week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast Brought to you by Ranger Boats, powered by Mercury Marine. Of course, shocked to life by Relyon Lithium Batteries. Check out RelyonBattery.com for all your lithium power needs. I got some batteries for you, KG. Found them in the garage over the weekend. So I need to pack them up, I guess, and uh, head them your direction because you probably got a new boat coming sometime soon. So, Speaking of which, I got confirmation yesterday. Yeah. That uh, just verifying that everything was right, and it actually had a date of the week of July 25th. Wow. How about them apples? So Look at you. I was moving thinking more like, you know, late August, yeah. but hey, late July is better. Look at you moving up in the world. So, of course, Angler Channel Insider, Kenneth Grover, joining us on the show. And, uh, of course, our own social media ninja, Mr. David Jong. That's right. That's right. It's David. Social media ninja, Mr. David Jong. His 40th birthday today, KG. The big 4 0. I got. I, I need a longer version of that song, but TikTok got me the best of me today. I had to download that one for you. But happy birthday, brother. How you feel? Uh, no different than I did yesterday. <laughs> no different than you did yesterday. Of course, as I said in my social media post on Facebook, you look 12, but you're 40. So that's, uh, that's a good thing. But, uh, so good. So any big, any big plans over the weekend or big surprises or anything for your weekend? Nope. Uh, no parties? No, no wife on bank. Nope. Damn. Um, that's not me. I just don't really, I was never one to, care to celebrate my birthday like that so no nothing special for me nothing and i like spe- it that way so it's fine. nothing special for you well that's funny <laughs> because we have in store for you tonight a goat a train a prodigy a mate a hawaiian and a shorty short all lined up for you you ready <laughs> for it you ready for it we'll reach out to a few <laughs> folks <laughs> reached out to a few folks, reached out to a lot of folks, but a few folks responded, and we got a little okay. surprise for you, DX. Okay. Let's see if it'll play. <laughs> yeah, it's Patrick Walters. 
I know it's your birthday, the big 4-0. Hey, just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. There you go. <laughs> Old Patty Walters there. How about that? We got Patty to chime in. Let's see if I can find. Let's do this one. Let's see. G'day, David. Happy 40th birthday, mate. Hope it's a cracker. Hope you get out on the water, catch a few of those big bass, and uh, make it a memorable one. See you, mate. Have a great day. How about that? A little Australian love going on there. <laughs> and then uh, ran across this guy. Let's see. Hey, David. 40 years old, man. Happy <laughs> birthday, buddy. Just remember, though, it's just a number. Good luck and keep catching them, buddy. Not every day you get Kevin Van Dam to get you a, a little birthday surprise there, right? <laughs> no, it, right? That, that list has to be pretty small. It is. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> right. And then let's see. This one came in right on time here. Let's see. What's up, David? Just wanted to say happy birthday, man. Appreciate all the support, all the awesome work you do in this industry. And looking forward to seeing you at one of the events soon, man. Happy birthday. There's BP for you. So mm -hmm. you got from Idaho to Michigan right to south carolina to well tennessee australia now right and then uh let's see let's go to was hoping for a little worse weather here uh for this message david all honesty anglers channel love you like a brother happy birthday happy 40th i remember mine like it was just 10 years ago but happy 40th you are the best tell the gang hi see you chris so you got a Z train going on there, and then uh, probably the best one because he's actually in Hawaii right now. Aloha, David. Maddie Wong here. I just wanted to wish you the happiest of birthdays, and I hope you have an incredible, incredible day. And I hope you got some lean on some fish, and uh, just have a great day because it's your day. Happy birthday, buddy. I'll see ya. There you go, David. So a uh, few pros reached out to you there. A little happy birthday surprise for you. I hope that uh, was everything you expected and more, because that's all I got for you. Sorry. <laughs> that's, you know, uh, very unexpected, but very uh, appreciated. I wasn't expecting uh, to even, you know, uh, get half of those guys to even, you know, spend three seconds of their day to say something. So I really appreciated that. Well, Thanks, I'll, CB. I'll send these videos to you, buddy. You deserve it. <laughs> and, uh, glad that, uh, glad that we could do it. Uh, like I said, I reached out to several folks, um, but, um, got you, you know, a few, uh, few folks to chime in here and they were very happy to do it. All of them chimed in right away. And, uh, you'll see Z's post. I think it's, it's either snowing or raining or both, uh, in his, I just send them all to you so you get to see the videos, but pretty cool deal. So congratulations. Happy birthday. The big four Oh, welcome to the other side of the, of the hill. Cause it's, <laughs> it, it all slides downhill from here. Doesn't it KG? I guess. You, <laughs> KG, I guess you know. I'm still trying to figure out what it is. That's it. That's it. So KG, welcome back to you. Thanks for, uh, Join us. I know you had kind of a crazy week last week, put a lot of work. Uh, you want to talk about check right now? Or you want to wait till later? Do I have or to talk not? about it at all? No, you don't. That's fine. <laughs> We're going to talk about it at all. It's totally up to you. So uh, let, let's let's just. I'll just go ahead and get it out there. It's an embarrassment. It was pathetic. Um, I actually had a decent practice, which turned out to be probably what hurt me the most. Right. I knew what I needed to do. I've been telling myself that for weeks. I needed the water to change. I knew it was going to happen. It just happened right in time, and stupid me abandoned the plan. Abandoned <clears throat> the plan. 
abandon the plan. I, I kind of got on something else that I, in my head, I got to thinking, well, it may be an opportunity to win the tournament where the other thing, I didn't think I could win the tournament. Right. But the odds of me missing a check would have been pretty slim. Hmm. So I, yeah, I, I picked the wrong choice, obviously. <laughs> Jumped on that choice and uh, did not, did not pay off for you. So I'm, I'm sorry for that, buddy. Hope, That's okay. Uh, it's a learning experience. The only bad part of it is uh, there's only three events in Toyota Series, so I have to wait till next year to fix the problem. Ah, okay. So anything, anything else on your radar for the remainder of the year? Uh, don't know for sure yet. Um, you, you've got me tied up for a lot of weekends, so it's almost over. <laughs> I got you tied up for five. It's of the next not almost six. over. That's it. You know, five. Well, of the that's, next that's the end of the tournament season around here. No one fishes in August and. July. Well, that's true. It's, it's too hot. That's true. Unless you fish at night. I do have some redfish stuff going on. You're more than welcome to get involved in it. <laughs> so be happy to uh, happy to get you involved in that. But um, we're good. We're glad you're back. Glad you were safe. And uh, I know Chick was brutal on a lot of folks. And so I'm sorry you were one of them. Now, so. I, I mean, but I mean, as a whole, I had a good time. The tournament, I, you know, I really screwed up the tournament, but I had a good time. I was able to spend, you know, Sunday through Saturday on the lake or Sunday through Friday on the lake. It sure beat the heck out of working that week. Um, sure. My commute this morning or yesterday and yesterday morning was much worse than <laughs> the commute I had every day there. <laughs> and you kind of have an idea what my commute is in the morning. I do. I do. But uh, not a, yeah, I mean, you know, Chickamauga is not, it, it was, it was difficult, but it's still Chickamauga. Yeah, that's true. I caught some fish and was trying not to beat up any particular areas. So did you, any certain area of the lake you fished, did you, or did you run all over and back? Um, I covered a good bit of the lake. I, probably the middle of the lake is probably the, the least amount of time. I mean, that, that lake's, I've kind of, I kind of understand the lake now a little bit better. There's really certain areas you kind of need to concentrate in and mm -hmm. it's flip a coin. Do you stay, do you stay down on, you know, down the lake or do you go up, up lake? And this time of year, you know, the water, when we when I started practice on uh, on Sunday, the water was still a foot and a half low from being full pool, gotcha. and it got to full pool as the tournament started. Gotcha, gotcha. So the fish up up river kind of do do something in particular based on that, and they don't necessarily do that so much on the lower end. Right, right. Understood. Well, um, I know the uh, the winner of that event came from behind, came from way behind to win that one. But uh, we'll get into that a little bit later in our uh, in our you pickums here. Yeah, it's a little bit tricky. There, there were a few guys that had, you know, a couple of really good days or a or a really good day mm -hmm. uh, that kind of help help propel them. But that's kind of indicative of what we were dealing with. You know, depending on where you were in the lake, it was a lot of in between the spawn. So I think, I think the lower end of the lake, a lot of the fish had already spawned. So it was a lot of post spawn deal. As you go up river, I think those fit, a lot of those fish were just moving up to spawn. Okay. Okay. Is it, is that typical on a body yes. of water like that? Okay. Yeah. I, to me, the water comes up late and I, I, someone I drew, maybe it was the guy I drew the first day. Someone I talked to when I was up there said that they used to bring that water up earlier in the year. And there was a flood. I, I don't remember how long ago, but it, there was a pretty bad flood in, in the month of May. Mm. And since then, they started waiting to bring the water up. 
but it's kind of, it's like right in the middle of the spawn. Right. So, I, you know, fish are smarter than we give them credit for. I mean, they know how to, obviously they know how to survive. And I think a lot of them, uh, depending on where they are in the lake, they wait for that water to come up to give them a little bit better areas to spawn. Right. Okay. It also kind of depends on where you're at in the lake. Sure. Sure, sure. Well, a big weekend all across the board uh, for a number of tournaments, and we'll get to those a little bit later in our UFCon. We do have a fun show for you guys tonight. Kenta Kimura. Did I, did I say that right, David? I know I'm going to butcher something here tonight at some point. So. I don't know. I think it's, it's like a mu. I think it's more like a moo. Moo? Like a cow. Yeah, I think it's Kimura. Kimura. You know, like Kimura. Yeah. Kimura. Okay. All right. Um, this is... Alabama English, you know. So. Yeah, I'm about to say, you get a little too specific for us now. Yeah. <laughs> we just need to get close. Yeah, exactly. If we're close, it's good. Yeah. Kenta. That's, we're just going That's with fine. that, right? Kenta, right. It's, as long as it's not Chickamauga, we're yeah. good. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, Kenta Elite Series Pro, rookie this year, right? Is he a rookie this year or is this his second year? Second year. Second year. Second year. Yeah, second year on, uh, on tour. And uh, won his first Open at the James River uh, a couple weeks ago. With sixty-five pounds, and uh, so talk to him about that, about his um, his journey on the Elite Series as well. So that's coming up here in just a few minutes. Um, of course, we had to um, had to talk about it and and remember uh, the late great Ray Scott passed away at eighty-eight years old. He was the ambassador and the father of this whole bass fishing gig. I think every single one of us that tournament fishes or works in this industry probably owes a a great deal to to Ray and um, in his life and what he developed and I mean kind of I'll never forget I met him one time and it was with uh, with my old friend Ray Mursky at the time and those two the two Rays they would just talk and talk and talk forever but um, <clears throat> always wanted to go to Montgomery to visit his place and, and never had the opportunity to but uh, just such a such a neat guy and um, like I said the ambassador and the father of what we know is uh, tournament bass fishing right now in the world, and of course Bassmaster and all that. So definitely, it, you know, when um, so. you really think about it, it makes you wonder if if he had not done what he had done, would would this have ever happened? Mm, that's a great question. That's a great question. To this magnitude, I mean, there's, probably there, not. There's no way to know, but he he is the reason why it. I mean, he's the reason why we've got the bass fishing industry. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, he walked through ICAST, you know, he puffed his chest out. I mean, because a lot of that's because of him. I mean, in, in all reality, I mean, the, you know, live wells in boats, you know, catch and release and, and all of that. I mean, I've, I've read a number of stories about him this week and knew a lot about him already, but read a number of stories this week about him and just uh incredible guy with a great vision right. and, um, you know, yeah. knew, knew early on that that they had to change the way they were doing things for conservation. Mm-hmm. That as, as it as it grew and went on, that they they couldn't continue the way they were. You know, like you said, the live wells and all that. It's changing the uh, changing the amount of fish they were keeping in tournaments. It, it, he was always looking for ways to make things better. Yeah, and it was pretty obvious. You have to in this day and age, and even then, you have to. You got to find ways to make it better, how to, how to make it grow, and. Um, a great angler and uh, a crazy good businessman. It's at the same time, I mean, creating something out of another. I think he was in he, he was in insurance, right? At one time, yeah. So in insurance, and then uh, created bass and Bassmaster and, and all of that, and started in Montgomery. And 
Um, just a great man. So 88 years old, uh, passed away on Sunday and, um, seen a lot of good write-ups about him. And, uh, so you should go out there. I need to, I guess I need to go buy, buy his book. I had one at one time, but I don't know where it is. Probably need to buy another, another copy of it just to have it on, on the bookshelf here in the old office. So, but, um, please keep his family, uh, in your prayers, his wife and, and, and kids and grandkids and extended family and, of course, all of us across the industry that uh, that knew him. Um, great, great guy. And like you said, KG, without him, we may not be doing what we do it, You know, in this day and age. And Lord knows I can't do much else. So thanks, Ray. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm dumber than a bag of rocks over here. So it's, this is, uh, it's all I know and all I can do. So, but uh, We might would have been here talking about catfish instead of bass. No, you're right. You're right. That'd be kind of scary, <laughs> wouldn't it? So... But uh, I think quick little break. When we come back, we'll welcome in our buddy, Mr. Kenta Kimura. Is that better, David? Kimura? Went to welcome we'll, we'll Kenta in. And then we'll have a little more birthday celebration for old DX here on the show, right here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Hey, Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see. Probably stranded out in the middle of the lake. That's right. You know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sags. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay. You talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit RelyonBattery.com slash Anglers Channel and use our special promo code code anglers channel for 10 percent off your purchase Did i mentioned they also offer fast and free shipping you didn't but even better so hey what are you waiting for get hooked on rely on lithium today with so many exclusive designs and processes no other boat is built like ranger it's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features more performance and the best value the ranger fisherman series from bow to stern this is results-based engineering at its best still building legends one at a time at mercury there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either unlimited adrenaline unlimited fun unlimited weekend except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. And we're brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. The future of marine charging is here. Find out more at dualpro.com. Excited to welcome in Bassmaster Elite Series Pro and most recently Opens Champ, Mr. Kenta Kumura. Kenta, how are you, buddy? Hey, how are you? Oh, we're doing well. We're doing really well. So you you just said you're in Oklahoma. Is Oklahoma home base for you now? 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, usually I'm traveling around all over the country, but, you know, I got a week off this week and got back in Oklahoma and get ready for the next one. Okay. All right. So you go to, to what, Fork next week? Is that right? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Are you excited about that one? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, a, you know, you know how how it was in last year. So, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a flag fest. <laughs> we hope so, right? That'll be uh... – Yeah, yeah. That'll that'll be good. Well, talk a little bit about your um you, your kind of your career so far on the elite. I think this is what your second second year on the elite series. Yes, this is my second year. And you qualified through the opens, correct? Yes, sir. Okay how how long have you been over here from Japan um, fishing the opens? The uh, I think it's almost like ten years right now. Oh wow! And which you know not. Straight Kenny years, just to try, you know, didn't fish it some of the year, and you know, I think this is a tenth season. Okay, okay. So qualify for the elites. Is it everything you hoped it yeah. would be, and more? Yeah, I mean, you know, I have lots of more experience since I made it the elite. You know, I almost feel like I'm playing a completely different ball game on that deal, and you know, just. Trying to fish as many as many tournament I can fish and trying to get used to with, you know, all the show bay practice and stuff like that. Right, right. So, um, hey, you've had a pretty okay year so far on the elite. You had a really good event at, at Harris Chain, but um, staying pretty consistent right there, kind of mid pack. I mean, wh- what do you have to do going forward to kind of up your uh, your finishes here a little bit? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I did all right in the first team and the Chimalu, but, you know, I, did, I didn't make cuts in the other two. So, you know, I'm I'm still setting right, right in the middle of the point. So I feel like I had to do, you know, a little bit better than I was in the last co tournament for sure. And, you know, still one still never seen in my trophy yet. So that's, that's what I'm hunting for. Right. Right. But uh, you kind of solidified that classic spot by uh, winning that yeah. w- winning that Open a few weeks ago, didn't you? Yeah. yeah I was, you know, that, that was my 10th time make a cut top 10 in the, in the Bassmaster event. So, you know, it, that was pretty much my time. Right. Right. So that uh, that takes a little bit of pressure off of you, don't you? Doesn't it? Just a little bit? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been, I've been sitting on the first place and second place until finally, you know, been disappointed so far, so, you know, feel like I needed, I needed more than what I had, but I was pretty lucky to win with that. Sure, sure. So 65 pounds in the wind there. Talk about some of the techniques and uh, some of the patterns you were fishing at the James River. Okay, yeah, that, I mean, honestly, I only, I still don't know much about the James River because I only spend Two and a half days in a practice and three days in a tournament. So five and a half days all I've been fishing the James River. But what I figured is fishing is way bigger than other rivers in the United States. So I you know, I figured I can fish like what I want to. So I mean there more of the Florida strain in the James River. So I figured you know, I can fish more like the what I'm fishing in my home over in Japan and you know, that placed up pretty good, so I had to you know, trick somehow. 
that's what I figured in the practice. Okay. All right. And, and you know, I figured I cannot get the bigger fish bite on them, just a flipping or, you know, the normal normal wake fish. So I figured I might have to go with top water or either big swim bait or something like that. Okay. All right. And, you know, I caught the majority of my fish in the bug bait first day and second day, but since I had, you know, I had a 17 pound of first day, I, I kind of, you know, I did it pretty good, but still, I was taking like 12 or something places, something like that. So I figured maybe 20 plus somehow, and I picked it up the biggest one bait in second day afternoon. That was, a, you know, whole ton of point on that tournament. Right. And, you know, I figured out, you know, they like the bigger profile. And everybody else was, you know, showing the square bill or snow bait or something like that. But, you know, I kept throwing the big horn bait. I mean, I think the reason why they like the bigger profile because I see the more secret shad mm. in James River. Which, you know, they, I guess they're usually out there in the ocean, but they're coming up with upstream to the, for the spawn. I think that's why they crystallized the bigger profile so much. Okay. All right. So 17 pounds on day one, 23 and a half, or 23.5 on day two. What was the biggest, what changed? What was the biggest change from day one to day two of that event? The, uh, I caught every, almost every one of them on buzzing first day, and still, I didn't understand what the tide you know, what the tide is going to do or right. nothing like that. So I just, you know, trying to learn how, how it is in the first day. And I figured out, the, you know, just the right timing to be this spot in the, you know, where I had to start and something like that. So the, the biggest key for me is just to give myself enough time to figure it out. Okay. All right. Um, 23-5 day two, 24-11 on day three. Um, yeah. I mean, same areas that you were fished on day two? Yeah, pretty much. You know, like the, I fished it, you know, just a little bit different, but I fished it probably less than 10 miles from takeoff in all three days. I had a couple spots in the, back in the bay, and uh, I had a, other spot in the main river. I guess you know, go back and forth and you know, so just figure out what the time. Yeah, just what the timing, you know. Right, right. How I mean, how hard was it to pick up on on the tide and the changes there? Uh, I mean, you know, in the first day I spent you know I spent probably about I give about three quarters of the time in one area. Which, you know, I, I know I should not, but I, I was just trying to figure out the, what the timing days they're biking and stuff like that. And I figured they're definitely biking on the income tide. Probably like five thirty minutes of income tide and start. Right. So I give it there. I mean, you know, I give it pretty much too much time for the one area in the first day. That's why I only had 17 plus. You know, that really helped. That gives me so much idea what I got to do on the second day and third day. And, you know, other, other than 
you know, the income tax handing out just to keep looking at other areas, just find it, you know, other spots and stuff like that. But I find that majority of the spots in the second day and the third day where I was able to even fish in the practice. Okay. All right. Kenneth, you got a question? Yeah. You know, sure. you, you mentioned the fact that you were throwing a, a swim bait. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of people, the opens are a little bit different than the elites and the fact that it's it's typically more anglers fishing the vents. You got a lot yeah. more pressure. These guys fish a lot more days pre-fishing. Um, you know, a lot of guys think you have to go, you know, ultra finesse or smaller baits in order to uh, overcome the pressure. Um, right. But but the other the other way is to go bigger. So, you know, what kind of swim bait was this? How big was it? Yeah. Uh. I mean, I know everybody, I mean, the swim bait is a pretty big deal in the James River because I saw so many guys and saw the, I guess those are like about Nitraff or some kind of soft shell swim bait. Right. But, you know, I, I know more about the hard shell swim bait myself. You know, I got so much more confidence on them. So I picked it up the uh, BLC Tiny Flash. Okay. Yeah, you know, which, you know, not too many people have that in the open. So. Right. That's what I caught him on really off my beautiful one on so, the second day and the third day. So wait a minute, are you telling me you've got some secret baits that ain't nobody else got? I mean, I, I mean, not the secret, secret. <laughs> you know, it's, it's been a pretty popular old in Japan, and, but you know, <laughs> they're just hard to get unless you know how to get them, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure it's like you know, we kind of fifty bucks on eBay, so. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just giving you a hard time on that. That's, that's pretty good. David, David's pretty good about, uh, about, you know, having a secret stash of stuff and not telling us about it until it's too late. So uh-huh. that's, you know, he's, he's really good at that. So I don't know if you yeah, know or not, at all. Yeah, I don't know if you know or not, Kenta, but you know, today is David's 40th birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just found a 40 in February, so yeah, you're, you're about the same age as I am. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. All right. That's because uh, he's a better fisherman than I am, though. So. Well, we knew that. <laughs> we we knew that. And he looks 14, David, and you look 12. So there, I mean, y'all, y'all, are, y'all got a pretty good thing going there. So. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that, that's pretty good. So, um, the, uh, the, the open on the James qualifies you for the classic and, I mean, uh-huh. that's that's a good boost for you coming into to Lake Fork. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said earlier, I just want you know feel how heavy it is and slow trophy. So that's that's really what I'm looking for. Okay. All right. Good deal. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get beefed up for that Elite Series trophy. That thing's heavy, I hear. So yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I I know this. Don't feel like to me that elite has got almost twice as pressure compared to open. Right. That's what I learned, you know, because every one of them, you know, good fishermen and know what to do, and everybody has some special way, you know, pretty much nobody else does. So right, I, I kind of sub figured, you know, I have to do that. So we have, you know, I, I have a little bit of special experience. Experience with some sand, and then I, I just have to figure out what I can do. Sure, sure. So, what uh, what secret baits do you have lined up for Lake Fork? 
Oh, really? I mean, you know, I've picked up all my swim bait and just call my friend in stand and bring me some or stuff like that. But really, I, I don't know which which bait is going to be the deal for me. That might not be a big swim bait or anything like that. It could be a just top water or, you know, deep crankbait. Who knows? I didn't use a British yet, so we've been there last year, but, you know, I was mainly pack fishing and shooting low. And this year will be a little different, so I'm sure it's going to be like, you know, something offshore or even shallow shadow, I don't know. Yeah, the the sight fish is pretty well done there. Isn't it? Yeah, uh, so I, I'm just, you know, I, I got a three-day practice, and which that lake folk is not that big compared to others, so I can just cover lots of water and find out what, what I just do. Right. So what's your what's your favorite lake here in the states? Uh, I mean I, I like a lot of little lakes, but especially Champlain is absolutely the best I ever did in my life. Okay, all right. So you like the smallmouth stuff, huh? Yeah, and the largemouth too. There's so much options to do in Lake Champlain. You can go tripping grass with largemouth and. You know, you can fish in BT for smallmouth. That place is absolutely awesome. Right, right. Okay, David, what's on your what's on your itinerary uh, there? Well, I was gonna say so. Like, I know you talked a lot about big baits and uh, what was it? Uh, a lot of people when they watch Taku, he's a, a light line spinning guy. But you're uh, for people that don't know, you're a big power fisherman. Uh, explain how, like, why? Uh, what's what's so what is it about power fishing and you that you're, you're, that's like your go-tos, you know, throwing big baits, you know, uh, big moving baits. But why, what is it about power fishing and Kenta Kimura? Okay. Here's the deal. I mean, between Taco and I live in a completely different part of the country. And he grew up in a little river and, you know, small river. And I grew up in the Lake Seawall. It's a completely different, you know, you're almost like, it's almost like asking a California guy, you know, from, you know, Clear Lake or even California Delta. It's a it's a whole different thing. So, you know, you know, he's fishing more in you know, that That's what he grew up with. And I grew up with a flipping grass or frog in or big swim bait. Hmm. So that that's all about it. Okay. All right. So I mean, you know, we have so much fishing pressure in the country, more than anywhere in this country. So you know, we have to have, you know, some way to catch them up and pressure it up fish. I mean, for tackle, that might be a finesse. But for me, to me, it's a big swim bait like, you know, nobody else draws. So, your home lake in Japan, what do you compare it to here in the States that you fish? I mean, we don't have a much number like you guys have. Like, you know, in the 100 boat tournament, we usually only have probably between five to ten high fish limit in the tournament. Right. Which is not much, but usually takes, I would say, 30 plus to win. So that means fish is so much bigger than the majority of places in the United States. So, you know, when you're fishing for six pounder or six plus every game in the lake sea wall. Gotcha. That lake is a you know, pretty good size of the lake, so you you kind of got to know what to do. But 
Well, like, you know, still, they have changes right there. And that was a light over of that light. So, like, my, one of my, I'm guiding in Lake Viewer, and one of my customers caught 17 pounds behind me a couple of years ago. And they're still growing up. So, I really think, you know, somebody's going to break the world record again in the near future. Right. Right. That's the kind of way we're fishing for. And, you know, just long fishing like that. Okay. All right. I like it. So looking ahead, you got Fort coming up and then um let's see what there I mean you got uh then you go up Pickwick. north, I believe, right? Yeah, Pickwick. No, no, Pickwick in yeah. between and go up north. And hopefully I can get back to Japan in for a couple of weeks in between there. Right. Right. Now are you are you fishing all the opens this year or just the northerns? Yes, I I tried to fish in all of them. Okay. So it's a nine opens and the nine release. It'll be eighteen. Wow. So, do you, how often do you give back to Japan? Uh, just one. I, I tried to get back in Japan for a couple of weeks in June, June or July. But other than that, I'm I'm just a thing in the United States and just driving around all over the country. <laughs> so, uh, I just spent a couple couple months in the year in my own house. Right, right. Okay. So after Pickwick, you got St. Lawrence River, then uh, Lake Oahe, and then Lacrosse. So how do you feel about those events? Oh yeah, they're, they're all good fishing lake and river for sure. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about. But I just you know really had to figure it out my way for all the events. Okay. You know, like some guys going out for the river every time and catch them off, and some guys just staying on shore and catch them off. You know, kind of like that. I had to find it my own way. Right. To the survivor, Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So, last question here, and we'll let you go, but <clears throat> what's your what's your favorite food here in the state, Kenta? Oh, uh, crawfish. Crawfish? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's the number one favorite food in the world for me. <laughs> when I was down there in the Lost Bonnet, I eat the crawfish probably like seven days in the world. <laughs> like the crawfish. Oh I love it. Oh, I, I love it. That's that's awesome. That is awesome. So, well, dude, thanks so much for being a part of the show. Thanks for your time tonight, and uh, good luck at Fork next week. Congratulations on your win on the James River, and um, I appreciate it. looking forward to seeing you in Knoxville in uh, in March of next year. Yeah, I'm excited about. That'll be uh, that'll be a good time. So, dude, take yeah. care. Thanks Thank again, you. and we'll we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you. See you, buddy. Well, there, there you go, David. Kenta Kimura, part of the show. I had another. I had a question for you, but I, I it slipped my mind. I'm sorry. I was going to ask you something, and I, I forget what it. Uh, forget what it was. I, it'll come back for me. Yeah, for me. Yeah, for you. <laughs> but uh, it, it'll, it'll come back to me, or it, it'll come to me sometime. I'm sure. So, you know, w- one of the things that he said there that that uh, you know hit me the most is he kept saying over and over, he's got to find his own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not trying to be anyone else. He he knows he knows what he does. He knows what he does well. 
uh, he, when he goes to these lakes, you know, he's not going to be as familiar with them as some of them, but he's going to do his thing. And mm-hmm. that, I, you know, that's, that's something you really have to, as a fisherman, you know, you, you have to be able to have your thing yeah, and be able to do your thing. And it takes that to be successful. You know, when you jump out and you're, you're, you're on your own and you have to make all the decisions and, you know, you, you sink or swim based on your decisions. So, um, that 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 was impressive. Yeah, yeah. my standpoint. Oh no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, he's been here. This is his tenth season. Spent eight years fishing the opens and you know qualify for the elites. And I know I've seen the name. I know he's been close before. And so definitely a um, you know I, I think if he finds his, his his groove on the elites, you know he's going to be going to be tough to tough to handle. I would feel so. You know, a win in the opens may kind of propel them you know sometimes we see that happen and they kind of roll off several pretty good ones in a row so yeah it was and if he's a power uh, fisherman that you know the schedule coming up is you know it really may fit him pretty well i uh, very well may i mean it um it's definitely a boost for most guys that's for sure and that's um kind of get that that monkey off your back and and get rolling so that should be uh that should be a good deal for him so david thanks for setting that up we appreciate mm-hmm. that a quick little break. We come back. We'll jump into our you pickums and uh, work our way to get you guys back on the water right here. I feel like IsoChill definitely allows me to stay on the water longer. When you talk about 14 hour days of practice on the water, that's a long time. And most people are gonna come up with an excuse to get off. And I don't feel like I get that same fatigue and a lot of that benefit comes from what I'm wearing. Sun protection, breathability, comfort, IsoChill, honestly, it just helps me be more competitive and stay on the water longer. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you got to do, tie one on. (laughs) I think I always tie one on. Welcome back, folks. Anglers Channel Insider Podcast brought to you by our friends at Strike King Lure Company Lose Rods and Reels, product made for winners and 40 year olds, David. So, congratulations. Welcome to the club. You can finally use the products and um, it's official, right? You can use them. You're good to go. So, check them out online, strikeking.com, lose.com. Find out a little more about some of the new stuff coming. We'll have, we'll start our iCast segments here. Uh, probably about mid-June, early June, mid-June, we'll start our ICAST segments and start talking about the new stuff coming. Um, I've already talked to a few guys. I know Under Armour will be there. Strike King, obviously, will be there. Lose and a bunch of others will be at ICAST. So let's talk about Open's AOY right now. I know only a few 
Right, one division. So the Northern Division, of course, Kenta's leading it because he won that event at 200 points. Poche, second. Sukup, third. Um, no real big surprises looking down here in that one in the north. Uh, then you go to the Southern, and they fished a couple of events. Joey Sefuentes leading that one. They're tied with Brandon Lester at 380. Then Brian News third, John Hunter Jr. fourth, John Canada, Tom Frank, Coop Gallant, um, Zach Burge is 10th, um, Kenta's in 11th there, uh, Sukup's in 17th there. Uh, but it's it's interesting, uh, the number of MLF, FLW, PC guys that we see, and not, I mean, not, not surprising, we see them a lot in, these, in the opens, but, you know, you look at... Yeah, the number of them that are in the top 10 right now, top 15, they could do something. One more event in the Southern Centrals, one event there, Livesey won it, Nick LeBrun in second in points there, Trevor McKinney, Cole Sands, Jimmy Washam, um, let's see, Justin Atkins in there, um, Brett Pruitt uh, working on making the comeback, James Niggemeyer. So, again, quite a few guys uh, in that one as well. We see some guys that were – Former elites that got got the boot that uh, are trying to make their way back, but then you look at opens AOI as a whole, right? Is it three or four, David? What do you mean? Three or four that qualify for the elites out of each? I, I it's think three. it's three, three out of uh, all three. So three from each regular division and three from the overall. That's right. All right. So Sukup leads the overall with Poche and Jason Barafka. And third there. Coop Gallon is fourth. Quentin Capo is sixth. Quentin was a former elite. Come on down. Uh, Logan Parks, who was the half-million dollar winner at the Bass Pro Shop deal. This partner back in the fall. Uh, Auburn, former Auburn University fisherman is in 10th. So Fuentes in 12th. Uh, Joel Willard, uh, NPFL guy, former PC guy, trying to make his way up there. And then Burge at 18th. So, uh, number of guys, Matt Pangrak in 22nd, um, number of guys trying to make their way in, it looks like, to the elites. And um, I will say quite a few of them have a, uh, you know, have a pretty good, pretty good, pretty good chance. So pretty good chance. So it's an awfully small number to get to, though. But yeah, small list. Um, but, you know, still got a lot of fishing left to do. And the bad part about this is it's May 10th, David. There's not a lot of freaking fishing left to do. And it's yeah, going to well, go on and drag on forever. So, what the, the, what, for the guys that are fishing for all in all three divisions, they're what, almost halfway through the season. So, and then, yeah, so there's still a lot of fishing left to do. Well, you look at, if you look at the opens as a whole coming up, you've got, let's see, a Northern on Oneida, the 1st of July, then a Northern on Upper Chesapeake in September. You got a central on the Red River in late September. Then you got the southern on Hartwell, first of October, and then the final central on Rayburn, the end of October. So, I will say this: that's a good thing, Chris. It is. It is a good thing. I like the way the Toyotas do it because shit. I mean, you know, you're done the first six months of the year. But well, the um, northern no, there's I, a northern division hadn't even started. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, if I've, you know, if, if I fished one February and then one in May, 
and I got to wait till October to fish one. I mean, I, I know Joe Opager's loving this because I'm bashing the other guys now, but I'm just saying it's, you know, not bashing. I'm just saying it's like, man, I just, it just goes on forever. If I was fishing it, it'd be like, I don't know how I would, you know, stay in the, stay in the, in the deal for that. But I mean, what, so central's done, right? And the Toyota. Uh, yes. So yes. how many qualify for the championship? 25. And they don't take any of these 25 to the pro circuit next year, do they? Uh, yes. Okay. I, for, I don't know off the top of my head how many can qualify for the pro Is circuit. It five or 10? It may be five. Okay. Um, so Derek Hudson, Seth Davis. Jonathan, 25 out of 395. Go to the championship. We, we had central division. We had 395 anglers over the three tournaments. Okay. All right. Um, Three large fields. I mean, Chickamauga was the smallest. We had 255 boats. Gotcha. Okay. So it's a, it's a very small percentage out of the central division that actually make the championship. As opposed to, let's say, the uh, western division that's only had 110 anglers fish. Right. But they still get 25 anglers in the championship. Okay. So maybe top, I shouldn't get started. So, well, <laughs> top 25 pros and co's qualify for the championship. Okay, top 12 pros and co's in the wild card division. That's, I mean, I'm, we're not even going there. I don't even know. That's a lot of stuff to do there. Well, the, the wild, the wild, look, the wild card here it is. You fish at least four tournaments or more, and they'll take your best three finishes and give you points for that. Um, one of the guys that I room with for Central Division, Bob Blackerby, right. currently in second place in the wild card, he fished Okeechobee. Which is the first event of the Southern, right? He made the he made the cut in tenth place. He ended up I forget where he ended up. He dropped on third day, but really good finish there. Um, the first event at Gunnersville, he made the cut again. Uh, had another good finish there, and then uh, he kind of fell apart at Del Hollow. wasn't a good tournament for him. But then he finished twenty seventh here at Chickamauga. So he's got three really good finishes. Okay, currently second place in the wild card. So he stands a real good chance of. Uh, of making it. So he took advantage of the fact that he could fish four events as opposed to three and now has a really good chance of making it. Okay. All right. I'm making a note to myself because I still have to do the how to qualify for everything type of, you know, type of post or write up or video or PowerPoint presentation or what I've still got to do that. So, but reading the rules, <clears throat> top 25 pros and co's go to the championship Top 12 and a wild card go to the championship. Top five. Top five pros in the final point standings in each U.S. division qualify for the 2023 Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit. If a top five pro declines his or her bid or is already qualified through the Pro Circuit or BPT, the next eligible pro will qualify. This will process will continue through the top 10 pros in each division. The highest fishing international division representative of the 22 championship will qualify for, yeah, okay, will qualify for the 2024 pro circuit. Okay. So, top five. <clears throat> so, that tells me in the central, Derek Hudson, Seth Davison, Jonathan Dietz, Andrew Binky, Kevin Drake, you have qualified for the pro circuit. Six, and seven. Derek Hudson will for sure take it. Derek Hudson will for sure take it. All right. Then, sixth place, Derek Rimmitz. Uh, seventh place Laker Howell. So they need 
they need two to drop out for the two of them again. I know Laker is trying to get there as well. Uh, planes, are they done? Do we know? No, they've. Uh, I think they've fished two events. Let's see. Their Schedule. third one is not till this fall. Schedule it left. So we have a southern left, a western, three northerns, the and a plane. Southwestern maybe. That's what I was say. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so we go back to standings here. We got uh, Southern is done, correct? No, one Central. more. Southwestern is the other one. Southwestern is the other they, one. Done. They fished their last one this past weekend, too. Okay, that's that's right. No, Southern's got Harris Chain next week. Um, right. Me. Sorry, okay. My bad. All right, so <clears throat> Southwestern, Chris Wilson, Jack York, Jim Moyna, Evan Barnes, who's already there. White Frankens. Those are your top five in the Southwestern. So, looks like Derek Mashmeyer is one of those already in the press record, right? Yes. I believe. And so, Chris DiBradino will go down to that. Seeing an eighth is Jeff Reynolds. Jeff was a former press record guy or elite series guy. And uh, then Todd Castledine is down in ninth in uh, in that one. So a uh, number of guys can still qualify, um, try to work their way up into that. But those guys, top 25, will all go to the uh, – our buddy River Lee. How about this? River Lee, great name, but he's got 666 points <laughs> in 15th place. Not a good point total, but, hey, that's okay. Um, but then – so we've still got Harris Chain – Next week, the Delta for the Western, Potomac for the Northern, Champlain for the Northern, Truman for the Plains, St. Lawrence for Northern, and then Gunnersville is our championship. Wow, Gunnersville, we're third through the fifth. Hmm, okay. We knew that. I Well, I think I knew that. I just didn't. Yeah, okay. So, um, but yeah, through September, we've still got some action going on there. So, that'll be good. So, still a lot of Toyota stuff going on. Uh, Pro Circuit, Gunnersville is this week. Uh, we know that's happening. Standings currently, Spencer Sheffield leading the points there at 538. Mark Rose at 532. Mitch Crane in third. Jacopo Galelli in fourth. Only about 12 points back of the lead. Josh Butler in fifth. Kurt Mitchell, John Hunter, Justin Cooper, Corey Neese, and Wesley Strader are your top ten. Um, how many go to the? How many will go out of the pro circuit to their championship? Do we know? I know David knows. Thinks he knows. Maybe he doesn't know. He's not speaking. I forgot. I it's not too. a very. I mean, it's, it's fifty. Uh, it's fifty, isn't it? And it fifty, forty or fifty, right? I was gonna say yeah, forty or fifty. I it wasn't that much, and it was it's a reduced field, but uh, it's gonna. Yeah, it's reduced field because they do that other thing. So 40th place right now is Bobby Lane at 434. 50th place is Joe Weiberg at 421. So however that's going to end up. But still, a lot of fishing left to go there. You've got Gunnersville, James River, and then Champlain the end of July. And then the title will be on St. Lawrence River in August. That should be a phenomenal event in August on, on St. Lawrence River. So out of Messina. So been there, done that, know where that one is. That'll be uh, that'll be a good event. So um any early predictions on <coughs> anybody qualifying from the opens to the elites this year, KG? Anybody that you think is gonna stay in uh endpoints or anything? Or don't we care to talk about it yet? I hadn't really studied it well okay. enough to know. I know. It's okay. It's all right. I'm trying to do better about about our studies 
and, and keeping us up to date there. So, but um, some news and notes real quick too while we're talking about it. Uh, I know MLF <laughs> put out a um, a deal. I love it when I get these texts from David about you know, hey, where should I put this post? Where should I put that post? I'm like, well, don't feature it. But if you put it in the insider, at least it gets a thumbnail on the homepage, you know. So, but don't don't talk about anywhere else, right? Don't let's not push anywhere else. So, but um, MLF wrapped up a 16 tournament weekend the first of May with uh, Bass Pro Tour, two Toyota Series events, what two, four, six, eight, nine BFLs. You had a couple of college events, high school fishing events. And why is the Kentucky High School Athletic Association involved in those as well? But total number of unique MLF anglers that competed was 3,031, had over 10,500 fish caught, 1,200 limits, 25,663 pounds of fish, with 1.4 million in total tournament payout. So... So, so far in 2022, 84 tournaments taking place, and the season is 43% completed. So, just a little, <clears throat> little stat tidbit for you. I didn't do that. Didn't want to do that, but MLF did it for us. So, thank you guys for that. But, um, yeah. And then uh, they announced this week the face-off events for MLF coming up. So, college fishing face-off events, excuse me. And um, who's going to be... We've got, uh, did it say who's going to be in these events, David? Or just mm. the events themselves? I don't think they listed anything. Let me see here. Yeah, I don't think there was actually any no. particulars. So it, so it looks like June 4th on Smith Mountain Lake, July 30th on the Mississippi River of Lacrosse, September 10th on Erie, and October 22nd on Pigwick. So it'll be, uh, say so stay tuned for more details. That's what it tells me. So. I remember that. And like we talked about last week as well, the MLF High School Fishing Camp registration is open. You can learn from the meet and learn from the best pros like Jordan Lee, Dustin Cannell, Mark Daniels Jr., Bertrand, Sefuentes, Matt Steffen, some guy named Skeet Reese. So you guys can learn from there. June 8th through the 10th, Murray State. Don't wait. Space is limited, they say. Maybe I should go just to learn a thing or two. So, or not. I don't know. So. Or not. All right, David, do you want to talk about a little um, you pickums? Sure. Uh, it's a new month, right? So I uh, was it's a new our month. New- we're just we're just getting started, and, and I don't you know I, I don't like the way this one's going right now, but I can't. It is what it is. So, but <laughs> it is what it is. But KG All has right. no room to to speak on this one either. So. <laughs> But, uh, All right. Well, so first one off, since we were talking about Toyota Series, is the Sam Rayburn event uh, this past weekend, and winning that and beating Bassmaster Elite Series Pro Keith Combs was Hayden Heck with a total weight of sixty-five pounds and three ounces. Was it day two? The weights were so stupid in that one. There was one day I pulled them up and they were massive. Yeah, both uh, Hayden and Keith had a uh, twenty-eight pound bags. Twenty-eight. Pounds and nine ounces for Hayden and Keith at twenty eight eleven. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, the full fully loaded you pick on points go to Steve Brightcruits who had sixty four fifteen and Doug Rogers who had sixty four twelve, and um, I had sixty one ten in that one to grab that point. So I will I gladly take it for that one. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if it had an effect on that tournament. I'm guessing it probably did. But man, when 
when it's shad spawn season mm. and you hit the shad spawn just right, it can, it can make a difference like that for oh, a day. Oh, yeah, it can. No, you're right. You can, but it's feast or famine, isn't it, usually? Yeah. 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 Feast or famine. So I'm afraid we may see a little bit of that this weekend, KG, on lane. No doubt. What do you, what do you think? So, no doubt. Okay, good. The first – Hour and a half of the day is going to be pretty critical for a lot of those guys. Well, that's why we've got you slanted to be in the water and gone pretty early. <laughs> so you're going to make a lot of TV in that first hour and a half. So maybe not live, but you'll make a lot of TV. So, but um, that'll be a good time. All right. How about Toyota on Chick? All right. So Toyota on Chick or Chickamauga was uh, won by Matt Stanley with 51 pounds and 11 ounces. Pulling up the, uh, well, this is stupid. Thank God it's your birthday. The fully loaded you pick on points go to Mr. David Jones, the birthday boy with 4612 uh, wow. for the for the lead. John Patria grabs the point for, uh, grabs the other full, fully loaded you pick on point at 4512. So with that, David has to get the, uh, the, <laughs> the, the regular point. So it's just, the, just the way it goes, oh, right? So. It's shiver. Day. We go party like it's shiver. Then we go and sip a party like it's shiver. Day. And you know we don't give up because that's your birthday. Oh, All right, we'll let that just day. stay on repeat for a little while. All right, Potomac. Thank God it's your birthday. Like it's shiver. Day. And you know we don't give up because that's your birthday. Go shout it. It's shiver. All right. Day. We go party like <laughs> it keeps going. Oh, can you, can you still hear it? I can still hear it. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm sorry. I can't hear it on my end. repeat. It is on repeat, but I got the volume turned down, but apparently it's still going through the deal. That's I said you really dug that song from like 20 years ago. So No, I found it on TikTok, so sorry. But That song's older than you are, David. It is. It really is. So that's funny. So the BFL on the Potomac was won by Aaron Dixon with 18 pounds and two ounces. 18 pounds, two ounces for a friend. The fully loaded you pick on points. Stanley Carper nailed it on the head. Is there a sound effect Ooh. I have for that? Well, I need a sound effect. That's And may the odds no. ever in your favor. <laughs> just a well done. For, for that. Let's see. There's um Stay in your lane, bro. No, let's see. She big. Yeah, she big. That's it. She big. Yeah, or That's a big yeah. That's a big Yeah, or my favorite here. Breeze, Open your mouth. Open your mouth. So that was that was always <laughs> that it's funny how that used to be for KG and, and now he's you know, it's it's yeah. Pretty it's, it's, be careful what you ask for. Now it's so that's one of those sometimes. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so Stanley Carper nailed it with 18-2, three points for him. Larry Long grabs the loaded, the full loaded points at 17-8, and I grab another point at 17-10 for the u mm. So, But, um, yeah, so that's where I'm at there. How about the OO on Rayburn? All right, so Outlaw Outdoors on Sam Rayburn again, and the team of Roy Carraway and Dwayne Reese. Caught 1969 to take the win there. 1969 for that one. John Patria grabs another couple of points with 1950 for the fully loaded points. Uh, David grabs hmm. the uh, the other fully loaded you pick them points. There go, 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 it's your birthday. That's a we full version there. Like it's your birthday. We gonna sip. I gotta see when when was that one? When was that one? Go, when was that one? Uh, I, I, I a little digging on the on the on the. Um, it won't show me out. Show me out. Let's see. When did that? Let's see. Does it show me the album? Yeah. When is that made? 
2003, David. You were so close. You were just just a little bitty dude. <laughs> so just a little bitty dude on that one. So uh, David grabs the point there. And, of course, with that, you get to grab the AC point as well. So, wow. Great grief. It's, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Best bass on McClure. So I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I was way over on this one, figuring that it was going to be out west. But the team of Greg and Brian Coy caught 1201. 1201 for that one. Scott Bazette, who we uh, grabs the grabs the, the fully loaded points there at 987. Four people guessed under 10 pounds or under the under the 1201. Four people guessed on Matt Lasley was not one of them. Matt, it was a great great try, but you were not. 987 for Scott. Brian Wilson was second with 980, and none of us were anywhere close to it. So it is not your birthday. That did not help anybody on that one. So at all. But uh, all right, how about the last one? Fort Loudon, Tennessee Team Trail, Fort Loudon Teleco. All right. So this one at least that weights the lot better, but uh the team of Michael and Jordan Burdett caught seventeen forty six for the win there. And for the fully loaded points, Brian Pritchett grabs the win with seventeen forty for him. And David grabs go, 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 at home it's still it's a lot i know y'all it's sorry guys it's yeah it's yeah. Anyway, if you're scoring a home, missed it, it's a lot. Is it still going? It's not still no. going. You wait, point <laughs> at your ear. <laughs> Damn it. So if you're scoring a home, the fully loaded leaderboard is up to date now. After week one, David John currently leading overall for everybody with four total points. Stanley Carper with his win on the Potomac with three points. John Patria's got three with his win in second place. Scott Bazette, Steve Breitkrutz, and Brian Pritchett, each with their win, have two apiece. Larry Long, Doug Rogers, and Brian Wilson each have a point apiece. So it's early. There's a lot well, to go still. But well, n- next week will not be David's birthday, so he won't. You know, he won't get a lot of points <laughs> this week. Thank God. Right? We'll, we'll, we'll not not have to do it on that one. So, but the U Pickums is up. Email went out. You have until midnight tonight, May the 11th, to get all this in. And, KG, if you've, if you've seen the U Pickums, you see what I did. Did you see them? Have you seen I have them? Not, uh, I have not looked at them you yet. You probably should. You probably should. I'll send you the link. You should probably look at them. MLF Pro Circuit on Gunnersville is on there. Okay. Not once, <clears throat> but twice, KG. Because ah. this deal infuriates me to you, no you measure. Remembered though, I did remember, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to be a nice, nice guy this time. Damn it! I don't know why. You, you nice? I'm going what? To huh? I know, I know, I know, I know. Because it infuriates me, but I'm going to leave it like it is, and we're going to go this route. MLF Pro Circuit on Gunnersville, May 12th through the 14th. That's days one, two, and three. Folks, listen. This is, I need the overall leader's weight after day three. That's a cumulative weight for day three. And I spelled a cumulative wrong, apparently, on the on the, on the the webpage. I'll have to fix that. 
I need the winners, the, the overall leaders weight after day three. That's days one, two, and three combined. You should use smaller words. You won't have to worry about misspelling them. Uh, you know, I should. <laughs> I should. But you got to dumb it down for everybody, including me. Then I've got it on there again. It's on there again because I need to know the winning weight from day four. That's the final day. The top ten because weights get zeroed. So to avoid me having to do math, right, I need to know what the winning weight. So you have a chance to win twice on this event. All right. Final day, May 15th, Gunner's Full. Final day winners. Okay. That's one day weight. So your your pick for the final day should be less than your pick for that the, the first three Correct. Days, you would think. Correct. Because it should be a one-day deal. The one-day deal where the first one was all three days. First three days. First three days, it's a tournament within a tournament within a tournament. Oh, something like that. Okay. All right. Alabama Bass Trail, South Division, Lay Lake, May 14th. That's on Saturday. I need to know overall winning weight for one day. Palmetto Boat Center High School Classic on Lake Lanier. That's a Friday-Saturday deal. Overall winner's weight for two days. That's a two-day derby, okay? And they're actually fishing for two days, right? They are fishing for two days. Arizona Bass Nation Open on Lake Roosevelt. That's a one-day deal as well. I need to know single-day weight for that, please. Arizona Bass Nation on Roosevelt. And then... Our buddies at the Big Bass Tour over on Chickamauga. Did you notice? Did you notice that even the guy from Osaka, Japan today pronounced Chickamauga correctly? Marty Stone, did you hear it? He said Chickamauga. Not Magua. Maga. Chickamauga. Pass that on to Marty. I don't care. He needs to know. It's Chickamauga. Not Magua. Thank you, Kenta, for pronouncing that the way you did. Because <clears throat> it's you know, so. I know, I know. You, you know when when Timmy Horton fil- uh, filled in there that one week it was actually pretty good coverage. It was really good. Just, was just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's Morty's contract up? Asking for a friend and JT's for that matter. Asking for a friend. Sorry, I'll let it be. So, all right. So there you go. Pro Circuit and Gunnersville, two of them. ABT on Lay, Palmetto High School Classic on Lanier, Arizona Bass Nation Open on Roosevelt, Big Bass Tour on Chick. I need to know overall Big Bass is going to win that one on Chick, please. Get your picks in. You can go to anglerschannel.com, click on Contest, hit the You Pick Them button, and uh, that'll take you where you need to be, and uh, that'll get you the information you need to know. Uh, big shout-out to, while I'm thinking about it, Let's see. Kelly from Wasilia, Alaska. All right. Kelly from Wasilia, Alaska, the winner of the Fish with Thrift contest with Sportsman's Warehouse. They're going to get an all-expense-paid trip to to Lake Norman in June for two days, plus about three grand, I think, in prizes, probably some cash. The whole nine yards. So all the way from Alaska, coming over, and uh, going to do a little fishing with thrift yeah, next month. So be a fun little deal. Congratulations to Kelly from Wasilia, Alaska. So very neat little deal. Also, June in North Carolina may be just a slight shock to their system. Just saying. 
Well, there's a little more light, I think, this time of year. I don't know what the the, the day day night ratio in in Alaska is right now. Oh, it's 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 a lot of day up there. Yeah, yeah, but that's uh, not what I'm referring to. No, I know. It's not it's, the daylight. It's, it's, it's the heat. It's, it's and the, humidity. Yeah, yeah, it's the heat. They're going. It, it's it could be an early morning. <laughs> yeah, it could be an early morning. That's for sure. So um, it'll happen quick. But uh, anyway, it'll it'll be good. So. David, what have we missed in this week's episode of the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast? I feel like I've missed um, some stuff. The only thing I thought you would have touched upon was the what twenty twenty three ABT schedule. Oh yes, it's on my it's on my notes there to talk about actually. And I Sorry. just no, it, it is. I just I overlooked it. So, but uh, the Alabama Bass Trust schedule came out last week for twenty twenty three, one of the earliest ones that puts their schedule out, which is always nice because that means. Kenneth and I can go ahead and plan our, uh, our 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 following year. North Division is going to fish, going to start in February, going to end in June. They're going to visit Smith Lake, Gunnersville, Neely Henry, Pickwick, and Wheeler. Going to finish up at Wheeler in June, KG. So that could be interesting. Uh, you know, we, Wheeler's kind of on a bit of a comeback. June it is June for Wheeler may be pretty good. We've we've seen some big bags there. If June. If the grass will continue like it has been, um, June may Wheeler may shock some people in June. They're calling for Wheeler to be. Uh, it's coming up on the North schedule here, not this weekend, but next. They're calling for Wheeler to be kind of the game changer or the points changer uh, for the North. I figured it would have been Wise because we did see some big points jumps at Wise, but they're saying um, that Wheeler is going to be the. It's going to be the big deal. Plus. You can sleep in your own bed at that one, and so do I. So I will gladly take that uh, that derby. We should do them all at Wheeler, for that matter. So I, I, that would be a good. Ch- that would be a cool change. I tell you what, let's let's how about next year the South Division fishes Wheeler every time. That, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, bring the South up here. Yeah, uh, no look. They're already so, bitching. South saying anglers, should, we're just kidding. Don't get mad. At they're it. already bitching saying it should be a Central Division, not not a. We should call it the Central and not the South. But you know what do they know? So, so they say we don't go far enough South to be called South. But um, that's all right. You fall so, is pretty good ways down there. It really is from Huntsville. It's a it's a pretty good haul, isn't it? So it's not it's it's a two day trip for us. It ain't something we're gonna you know try to do all in one day and come back unless we're Jason Duran. So I wonder what concert he's at tonight, uh, David. Check, check socials and see where he's at tonight because it was what, Toto, <laughs> then Van Morrison. So I, I'm curious as to what concert he's at tonight because um, he's just – Something he's stuck in the 80s maybe? Probably. Who knows? So <laughs> South Division, though, you're on Lake Martin in February, then Lay Lake, Eufaula. Eufaula in April could be kind of fun too, KG. Yep. And then Logan Martin in May, that's going to be Recreation Boat Central. We're going to go wake surfing and film some live all at the same time. And then uh, Alabama River Cooters Pond in June. So talk about heat and humidity. Kelly from Alaska needs to come to Alabama River with us in June. That would be a lot of fun. So they really get a, a, a lesson there. So I hope we get some rain before that one. I hope I get not some, too much uh, rain, but I hope I get some air conditioning figured out before that one. So, but um, that could be a little stinky. I so. will tell you this: I won't go next year where I went this year. Unless the water's as high as it was. 
No, you uh, you made a big you made a big run in that one, that's for sure. So, but we've got um, the twenty twenty three schedule is out. If you are a new team, uh, you or if you're an existing team, you can sign up August first to the fourteenth. New teams August fifteenth, six a.m. Central Time. That's normal time for everybody else. Six a.m. Central. You can sign up to be a part of the twenty twenty three Alabama Bass Trail, and being it's their tenth year. They're going to do over $10,000 in extra prize money going out uh, for next year. They're going to pay, I think, $500 to 75th place and 150th place in each event. So that'll be uh, that'll be a big deal. Plus, if you're one of the top nine who qualify for the Bassmaster Team Championship, not only do they pay your Bass membership fee and your entry fee, which is $500 into that tournament, they're also going to give you 500 bucks in expense money to spend on that trip. We don't know where it's going to be yet. You know, this year's at Hartwell, um, but we don't know where next year's going to be, but they're going to give you some money as well. So say congratulations and, and help you out on that trip. So a lot of cool things come out of ABT this year. So if you're going to enter, you better, you better get in quick. I mean, you've got to literally put it on your calendar. We talked to a guy on this week's show about, um, it's his first time, his first year fishing ABT, and we asked him, you know, you know, how hard was it to get in? He said, 5 a.m., I was sitting at the, at the computer with my coffee in my hand. I was pushing refresh. And, I mean, because they're, you know, they're known to open five, ten minutes early sometimes. And you got to be ready. You got to be and sitting ha- on. have all of your on. information available to you. Yes, Aaron, you know, Aaron. partner's name, addresses, phone numbers, everything, boat information, motor information. There's a lot of stuff that you fill in when you enter these tournaments. Have it already and available. And make because sure it's not an official entry until you get all that put in and hit submit. And make sure you uh, <clears throat> make sure your credit card will handle the. I guess thirteen fifty for all for all the events. That's not a bad deal. The chance to win ten thousand dollars. Or fifty k all cash in a uh, in a championship, and you can just pay the deposit. You which can, is, which is less than that. Yeah, I think it's five hundred dollars for the deposit, but you can just pay that. But so many times your credit card is going to kick back and saying ain't gonna work. So you got to make sure you're uh, make sure you signed up on that. Make sure you you dialed in. So, David, what else am I missing? Talk to me, Goose. I think that's it. I I, I could find or think of at the moment. I I started over again. There we go. I mean, you know. Come on, Kenneth. Come on with it. (laughs) Come on with it. Nothing competes with David's 40th birthday. I mean, that's. (laughs) It really doesn't. David, did you ask for anything for your birthday? Uh, No. I have most of them. I'm pretty sure I could always always think of stuff, but no. So this is funny. It may be like those, you know, those fakes that we realize way after the fact that he has, that he doesn't tell us about. He probably has some stuff. He just doesn't want to talk to us about it. Oh, I know he's got stuff. I know he's got some yeah, stuff. Yeah, see, look, look, he just held something up. Real quick, it was a it was just a what was it? going Show it again? The what is that? What is that? It's one of Kenta's design Of course it is. Was. Of course yeah, it I is. Knew, I knew he was holding back. Kenta <laughs> knew it was his birthday. He sent him a box of stuff. I know he did. <laughs> I, I, I know he did. <laughs> Cost a pretty good chunk of my paychecks. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So, 
that, well, I don't pay anything, so that, that must have really that must have really been a good price then. So, but uh, no, that's funny, dude. That that's good stuff. The um, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's funny though because David, you're going down to Valdosta, Georgia, in a few weeks, mm-hmm. right, <clears throat> for a Strike King Loose uh, event, and it's the same day or the same week that my son graduates high school. So I couldn't go. So I have been getting blasted by the guy that's striking over not being there. And I'm like, listen, you know, I'm already a hashtag dead, deadbeat dad. I don't need to miss, you know, my son's my son's uh, high school graduation. So anyway, so I'm you're going down, going to take care of that for me. And we were looking at return flights, KG, right? And he's like, well, if if I do this flight on Friday the 27th, all right, yeah, 27th. Then I can get back in time to what, David? Catch an earlier screening of Top Gun Maverick. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and what's funny is he didn't know this. I come home on Friday from Auburn and from the high school deal, and I've already got my tickets bought for Top Gun Maverick for that night. I bought them last weekend as well. So uh, I've already got my tickets for for a show in there for that one. But uh, I knew you'd be trying to get home in time for that. So. Well, see, if I wasn't going, because I think there's actually earlier screenings on Tuesday of that week, which is a travel day for me, too. So I'm like, oh, well, I got to keep waiting. And even then, I still haven't bought my tickets yet because knowing how airlines get, what flights get canceled and moved, and like, oh, I'm still, you know, still waiting on it. But yeah, but more than likely, uh, uh, what was it? Probably get some IMAX ones and go all out since it's the only time I'll probably ever get to watch a Top Gun movie on the release day. You get uh, you're looking for the IMAX theaters, and you know when. Listen, you're you're 40 now, okay. <laughs> when you get to 45 or 47, like I am, then what you end up looking for the one that's got the deluxe loungers with the food service is what you do. So that's where I'm going, right? I got the deluxe loungers. I got the food service. We're going to we're going lay back, watch the movie, and eat. That's what we're going to do. So. Yeah, the, the, the IMAX may just make you dizzy. Exactly. I'm I get car sick anyway, so this ain't going to be any. It, it won't be any good for me. So that'll be uh, that'll be good. So, well, KG, did you learn anything this week? Well, I learned a lot, most of which I don't care to talk about. But I will take I will take a moment to um, to go over a few things. First off, we had. Uh, there were two Toyota Series tournaments this past weekend, and there's one guy that typically runs them all. Mark McGuire mm-hmm. is usually the tournament director for all the Toyotas, but when there's more than one, he has to have backup. So Alan Gray took over our tournament. And uh, most of us in this, in this area know Alan Gray. He's done Choo Choo Division, mm-hmm. BFL. He's been a BFL tournament director for several years. Dude is like high energy. I mean, he brings it first thing in the morning. He's loud. He's pumped up. He's ready. It's as an angler, you know, it's kind of hard to get going sometimes in the morning. It's kind of cool to hear him on the microphone in the morning to get right. going. But I appreciate him filling in for the Toyota Series. And let me tell you something. Day two, there was predictions of bad storms for day two. So he got blasted with voicemails of co-anglers and occasionally some boaters who wanted to bow out of the tournament. Wow. Um, I actually, it, it actually caused him to have a delay on sending text out for partners for second day. I finally got mine and I tried to call my guy. I couldn't get him. He calls me back a little while later and he's already on his way back to South Carolina. Oh, wow. 
it, it's it's we're it's probably eight thirty at night now. It's getting kind of late. So I finally get off the phone with him and I call I call Alan and just said, you know, hey, my guy's on his way to South Carolina. And he asked me who he was. I told him. He said, well, he said he asked me if he could go. He said, but he didn't say he was going. He said, he said, give me a few minutes. He said, I've got over 200 voicemails wow. that I got to go through to find a boater that wanted to leave. So then I can pair you up with their co-anger for the day. Wow. The things that some of these guys go through mm-hmm. to deal with the fishermen that the fishermen put on them is, is nuts. If you fish at that level, you should not put your tournament director through that. If you're not prepared to fish every day that you possibly can, maybe you shouldn't enter the tournament to begin with. We had 255 boaters and 255 co-anglers. We probably could have done without a few of them. So if you don't really want to fish all of them, please do the rest of us a favor and just don't enter them. (laughs) Sorry, but no. No, you're exactly right. You're exactly Alan's a right. great guy. I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. He probably doesn't get paid enough for what he had to put go through that that night. No, I agree. Uh, it, it, it's, it's difficult dealing with fishermen, and fishermen shouldn't put the tournament directors through that kind of stuff. Agreed. I Just agree. Saying. Yeah. I agree completely. So, all right. David, how about you? What'd you learn this week? Besides, um, besides how to get how to get fishing tackle from Japan. No, uh, what was it? Just uh, oh, we're really learning buddies. <laughs> oh, well, maybe we're just it? not buddies. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe we're learning the real <laughs> deal here. Exactly. Just, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm. Who are that's we, what Chris? I'm saying. Exactly. I sure stole. Well, well, I sure stole <laughs> both of y'all. I guess I want to have to take that back now. And just be me and KG for a while. So anyway, sorry, but um, no, just. Uh, no, 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 not learning anything more or less just uh, grateful for it was because this past weekend was Mother's Day. So just spent time with uh, the wife and kids just um, what was it just doing uh, my kids are not old, old, but they're getting older. So right. just trying to ch- do whatever I can to, before they get too old and they don't want to hang out with their uh, dad, if not mom and dad. So um, other than that, yeah, you know, just grateful. Again, uh, what was it? Thank you for the surprise uh you know, from was it six guys, six anglers? Thank you guys for your friendship and just uh, thank you for just putting me on blast on social media. <laughs> well, you know, it's 40 is a big deal. We got to make sure we do it. I missed KG's 50th last year, so I got to make sure I take care of you and your 40th. So, but 51's coming, KG. 51's coming. So, no big deal. But uh, just a day. I'll just be it? glad to get to 51. Yeah. But I'll be glad to get to 48, I think, or at least till wednesday at this point so i'm glad to get to wednesday so well they finally caught our uh lmam mates and um <laughs> I, i'm i i know it's 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 being discussed everywhere but there's a great meme i'm trying to think what is the what's the movie with reese witherspoon um uh my wife would know where uh, she's from a small town alabama uh, you know, I'm talking about KG. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Still Sweet Home noise. Alabama? No, it's not Still by Noise. It's um, it's another Sweet one. Sweet Home Alabama? Yeah, that's it. Sweet Home Alabama. It's, <laughs> yes. Thank you, David. Yep. Thank you, David. The guy from Wisconsin gets it right. <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, I have to I have to say this too. So I'm not a movie person. I'm not either. But coming back up north on 65 the other day from Montgomery on Sunday, there's a guy from Wisconsin, right? <clears throat> and y'all, we know we know you're from Wisconsin because the tag says Wisconsin 
on the top of the tag, right? Right? Yep. This guy went a, a step further to make sure all of us in the South knew to avoid him because he was from Wisconsin because his plate was an actual personalized tag that said Wisconsin. just i'm sure he probably live in ohio i don't know but he was wisconsin so anyway but a great you just uh, want to be original that's it but a great meme out right now what, what people think alabama what people think love is in alabama and it's it's a sweet home alabama screenshot right what alabama love really is and it's a picture of vicky white and casey white the two well the sheriff deputy and then the inmate that she broke out and, and all that good stuff but i'm just going to say this what what was my what was my phrase a few weeks ago? If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough, right? And I know she committed suicide, and I hate that. I'm sorry, but they were on the run for 12 days. 12 days, an orchestrated deal, right? She got him out, gonna take him for an evaluation that never occurred. Let me not they don't even schedule, right? Gonna go for an evaluation. Great plan. I give her that. She was smart. Got him out on that. They got out. Then they got another car. Then they went two hours north to somewhere in Tennessee, got another car, right? 12 days. <clears throat> they went 200 some odd miles to Evansville, Indiana. Are you kidding me? 12 freaking days. And you went to Indiana? I can get to Indiana tonight, and it's 620. But you're going to go for 12 days, and that's as far as you get? And you're on the run? And you're still in the country? Where's my soundbite? I just had it. And may the odds be ever in your favor. I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. So if you got to be stupid, you better be tough. So what, what seemed like an orchestrated plan really in the end didn't seem like much of a plan at all. Well, it doesn't. And what I don't understand is he has a brother that four years ago walked out of his back door, walked into the woods behind his house and poof, vanished. Never to be seen or heard from again. That apple fell real far away from the tree. Maybe they're not really brothers. I don't know. I know he's 6'9". He's hard to hide. But still, I would be hiding somewhere warm and tropical, you know, renting jet skis or scooters. So and Maybe it was the thrill of just trying to be out for a short period of time, knowing that it wouldn't last. I guess. I don't know. So, but like I say, if you're going to be dumb, you better be tough. So David, happy birthday to you again, my friend. Thank you. Uh, 40 is a big deal. And, uh, we're glad that you, um, glad that you made it and welcome to the, welcome to the forties club. So where did, there we go. Here we go. There we go. That's right. Just a youngin. Just a youngin. That's it. Just a youngin. So, well, folks, with that, we're going to kick it out of here let you guys have it. Um, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review to the show. If you want to wish David a birthday, belated birthday, you can always find him on social at David Jar or on our web or on our Facebook page at anglerschannel.com at Facebook. Uh, or you can shoot us a, uh, a text via the podcast, the Exxon Hot, Exxon Hotline, brought to you by Trickstep, 901-493-0437. We would love, and if you want to leave your own voice message, you can shoot a video, you can do a voice memo, and just text it to us, 901-493-0437. 
That's what these guys did. And do not text me saying, hey, can you get Van Damme to get me a, a, a birthday <laughs> greeting? I can't do that. I'm sorry. David's a special guy. I can't, I can't do it for everybody. I just, I got lucky. I, I got lucky. So, but uh, anyway, so. Maybe for the right price. I, you're right. Yeah, you're exactly right. I'll give you a birthday. I'll give you a birthday deal. So, David, happy birthday, brother. Brother, For uh, with that said, let me have our guest tonight, Mr. Kenta Kamura for uh, the AC Circus. For the birthday boy, I'm Chris Brown. Guys, have a great week and weekend. As always, God bless. Good fishing. I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. Y'all have a great week. Don't be stupid. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Don't take it personal. Thanks for listening to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Brought to you by Under Armour Fish, Costa Sunglasses, Pro Charging Systems, X-Zone Lures, and Trickstep. Visit anglerschannel.com, your number one bass fishing tournament resource.